Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Second and goal. Second in the game. There it is. Caught. Touchdown. Marquise Brown. And this game is over. It belongs to the Baltimore Ravens. A furious comeback. It was a furious comeback. What a night. Monday Night Football. The Ravens look dead, and they come back to win. Welcome on in. Joe O, Joe G, Aaron Hawksford. It's Becky Daily presented by FanDuel Sportsbook on a Tuesday morning. we got a lot to get into today. Three MLB playoff games today. The finale last night of Week 5 in the NFL. We'll start looking forward to Week 6. Jim Sonnet is going to join us in about 20 minutes. John Jastrzemski of The Ringer next hour. A lot to touch on. One MLB playoff series done, but we'll start with the football here. A Monday night game that we nearly, nearly hit the same game parlay. We did read the game wrong. At least I did. I thought the game would be, you know, maybe closer to a blowout for the Ravens. They won. It was it was the opposite of easy. They had to come all the way back in the fourth quarter. Um, Lamar Jackson now, I, I, I was almost going to call it a signature moment, but he kind of had one a few weeks ago against the Chiefs. Whatever you want to call it, that was an incredible effort, Joe, from Lamar Jackson. I mean, both quarterbacks play well. Carson Wentz played well. I'll say it out loud. He played well last night. <laughs> he, did, he, did, he did fumble in, in uh, uh, te- the Baltimore territory, but whatever. He played well. The comeback, though, that was about Lamar Jackson. That was about the Ravens. 500 yards of offense last night, Joe, for the Ra- for Lamar Jackson. And if we don't have kicking woes once again, we don't even get to that point. We don't have this Lamar yep. Jackson story. I mean, truly unbelievable. Good for him that we're not talking about fumbles into the end zone because that was almost the story. Uh, the, my The opening of a teaser got home. Many people had a Baltimore in teasers. That got home. Indianapolis covers. That was uh, quite clear fairly early in that game. Survivor pools. In the Circus Survivor Pool, Baltimore, the third most popular pick, Minnesota, New England, Baltimore. That was 90% of the pool this week. We we almost had it completely blown up, only week number five in the season. But yeah, Lamar, just terrific. You'll hear all sorts of stats that you can impress your friends with. Uh, 86% complete. Best completion percentage uh, with over 400 yards that we've ever seen. A sample size of over 300 events. Um, The second half, 300 yards, four touchdowns, 90% complete. It felt like we were sweating Marquise Brown, like you always sweat Marquise Brown. But then just all of his receivers, Andrews got a couple touchdowns. Brown got a couple touchdowns. They all fly over the receiving yards. Lamar goes way over. Carson Wentz also went way over, way over. What a performance. But under his rushing yard prop, which hit Aaron, the Ravens, they got home. They found a way. They found a way. They did. I was in the group text sweating that one out. It was the last leg of that money line parlay. I mean, we're going to talk about Lamar Jackson and maybe you want to look at his odds for MVP. I mean, if he's not the quarterback, they don't win that game. I mean, trailing by 19, here he comes. Um, He's really stepped it up. Uh, I think the criticism about him was, you know, he can't win games when trailing. Um, He's passing the ball more. But for me, 
I was so disappointed in the Ravens. I almost feel like I don't trust them now, to be honest. They looked like they couldn't stop anybody. Like they were asleep. Like they just weren't focused and overlooking the Colts. They couldn't tackle anyone. And now they're favorites on a short week at home to the Chargers. I don't even know how they're favorites in this game. I like the Chargers as much as I've been on the Ravens. I'm a little bit nervous about this game. So uh, on Lamar's MVP candidacy after last night, he is a Fanduel right now, twelve to one to win the MVP. Ahead of him, Josh Allen, Kyler Murray, Dak, Herbert, Brady, Rogers, Stafford, and then Lamar. So I guess that would place him at eighth in the um, in the MVP right now, Joe. It, it's pretty crazy. You look at the MVP odds. I don't know if the last time you looked at it, maybe it was yesterday or earlier this morning. All the time. The, the drop off, <laughs> the, the like, drop yeah. off after Patrick Mahomes. I don't know if I've ever seen it like this. Like you get to this late in the season when it becomes obvious, uh, you know, whether it's three or four candidates, whatever. So it's Allen, Murray, Prescott, Herbert, Brady, Rogers. That's six. Stafford, Jackson, Mahomes. So nine, right? And you could say in some respects, maybe the top nine quarterbacks in pro football. Mm-hmm. After that, Mahomes is fifteen to one. Do you know who the next best odds are? Yeah. I, I Baker at 65 to one. It goes from 15 to 65. It, it's like nine quarterbacks have separated and then it's the rest of the league, basically. But doesn't it make sense when you look at the MVP race every year, we know the criteria and now we have over a quarter of the season done. Like That, that actually yeah. makes perfect sense to me that there are nine, 10 guys that have co- separated themselves because guess what? There are probably nine, 10 teams that have a shot at being a one or two seed in their given conference. And they, and there are nine, 10 quarterbacks that are just balling out. So I, I think that actually uh, makes perfect sense. And right now I'm, I'm scrolling down the list of the long shots and we'll get to this l- later on, but yeah, you can't make a case for anybody. Derrick Henry's Henry's 80 to one. He's going to run for a million yards this year. If he stays healthy, a million, he's already, he already has a lead by like 150 yards and we just started the season. So, I mean, yeah, like Sam Darnold, Baker, Jalen hurts. Like that's the group of quarterbacks next Joe Burrow. I mean, just great year. Awesome. Great job. People didn't expect Cincinnati to be here, but you're not an MVP. You're not at the caliber of these other dudes. And uh, remember, just a week or so ago, they put like six, seven people at eight to one because they had no idea what to do. But now it's starting to uh, shift a little bit. And I do think there's some value within those uh, top nine guys. Yeah, I do, too. It's, it's going to be one of those. We'll, we'll see who it is. Um, I mean, that game, you mentioned the kicking situation last night. Wentz played you know, well. Best game he's played in a very long time. Lamar, incredible. I got to say, though, um, one of my, one of our tickets, Joe, looks like it's, it's disappearing, and that is Lamar yeah. Jackson, rushing leader. And and it's strictly for one reason. He has developed as a passer, and that passing game has developed. You know, Aaron said a few minutes ago that the Ravens wouldn't have won that game without Lamar Jackson as their quarterback. I'm going to say – I'm going to repurpose it and say the same thing. They wouldn't have won that game without this version of Lamar Jackson as their quarterback. Mm. They didn't win that game two years ago. Yeah. He just he couldn't throw them back into a game. So I, I think it's as much as I, I agree with you, Aaron, the Ravens, they were sleepy in the beginning of that game and maybe it's tough, tough to trust them. If Lamar is going to continue to develop as a passer, it changes them. They're second in the NFL now in yards per play. They're doing it through the air. I think the Ravens ceiling even though they didn't look great last night and they almost lost, I almost I almost feel better about their ceiling. If Lamar can throw like this, the Ravens could could get to the Super Bowl. 
Like they could beat those teams in January if he could throw like that. And it seemed like he was so comfortable, almost like he preferred playing, you know, from behind. It was like it got him excited. It was like he embraced the challenge. It was a different Lamar, that confidence and swag that he had to go and win that game. It was just, like you said, a different version that we're not used to seeing, something that we've all kind of, or at least I had hoped I would eventually see him evolve and get to this point. And maybe we finally have. They've come so close the last few seasons, and it really is time for him to step up and you know make that next step. So it's it's interesting. While we can praise Lamar, I think there are a lot of warning signs that are going up too. Uh, we talked about those top teams in the AFC, and Baltimore is still there clearly. But mm-hmm. I'm reminded of the first couple weeks of the season when they went against good offenses and gave it up 33 points in overtime to Las Vegas, and everybody's going to give up unless you're the Buffalo Bills a lot of points to the Kansas City Chiefs, and uh, they gave up 35 points in week number two. Things calmed down over the last couple of weeks, but Indianapolis is not a good offense. I mean, Carson Wentz, something's wrong. He's throwing for over 400 yards on you. Like That 25 points, you're not supposed to give up 25 to Indianapolis. I know uh, by today's standards, that, that's not crazy. But, I mean, look at the, the weapons that they have. What What is this Colts offense great at? Like that, I mean, boy, I, I would be more, more concerned about the future of the Ravens and feel better about Lamar Jackson putting on the Superman cape last night. Interesting. Well, I mean, look, we'll find out this weekend, right? If Carson Wentz can throw for 400, what is Justin Herbert going to do right. when the Chargers roll into Baltimore coming up on Sunday? All right, so a wild night in the NFL. It, it finishes out week five quickly here. We'll talk more on it later. Before we get to the baseball, Joe, there was a big um, announcement made last night. Yep. John Gruden resigned from the Las Vegas Raiders. New York Times had the um, the emails are uncovered, uh, correspondence with the Washington football team back in the day. I think it was 2011. Um Adam Schefter, I guess the way he phrased last night was John Gruden basically offended every single person you could offend. He did. I mean, from racist remarks, homophobic remarks uh, in emails shows John Gruden. This this all started coming out last week. And then it just, you know, it went to a different level yesterday where we all could read what exactly what he wrote. I mean, once we saw that, I think I sent the screenshot or the article to you guys. But like once we saw that, it was just a matter of time. And within like 40 minutes, it was over. John Gruden's out. I don't. I don't know how you have him representing your league and your organization on Sunday on the sideline. He's the face. He's the face of the Raiders. Is there? Sure. I guess you could make oh Carr, or you could say Dave, Davis. No, it's John Gruden, one hundred percent, with that contract and his history behind the microphone. And what what happened? Like, yeah, there there are other me- emails that I'm sure are not going to come out from owners. I mean, that's they have the power, they have the money, but. Um, it's not cancel culture. This is there, and it's not ten years ago either. Re, get educated, some of you. Like, look at what happened. This is from recent stuff, and like you mentioned, he offended everyone. And he, and that look at how that locker room reacted on Sunday. I mean, come on, you can't tell me that did not impact things. Now, from a betting perspective, first coach fired, not fired. Read your rules. If you have a bet on first coach fired, um, depending on the book, that should still be live because in the end, he resigned. So that's not settled yet. Now, some books say first coach to leave their post. That's that's done now. Uh, now it's grew. That's different. Yeah, right. completely different bet. So that that's uh, that's pretty fascinating how some books are going to handle it. I haven't seen a lot of announcement yet uh, from some of them uh, looking for publicity. I'm sure we'll we'll get some of it. But. 
we, what we have to consider is they're losing their offensive mind. He's out the building. That was their strength. When they were playing well at the start of the season, they were scoring points. We know about him on the game script early on, and I know they've been a second-half team of late, but still, he was able to make those adjustment in, adjustments in the second half, excluding uh, this Bears game this past Sunday. So, I mean, there's turmoil in the locker room. Maybe there are some players that are happy that he's gone, but everybody and their mother will be betting against the Raiders this week. They'll be taking Denver. Um, but this could certainly be a situation where it could bring the team closer together, but you feel so bad for Derek Carr and everything that they had been building on there. Um, just an unfortunate situation. I mean, yesterday we didn't really know the scope of the emails. It, it kind of seemed like it was maybe just like one thing. Would he lose his job over it? You know, we even talked about how I thought if this was the NBA, he'd be out. Well, I do think the NFL made the right call here, especially the fact that these emails went back seven years and he literally did offend everybody, anyone you could think of, you know, who was a part of that. So that's, it's just, I, I don't, I mean, I kept thinking about, man, this is, this is crazy for his legacy, you know? Um, yeah. yeah. Well, well, he's done now. Is this, yeah, it's some people think of the Super Bowl and some people think of how it ended and he's never going to have a media job either. Right? No, yeah. Yeah, it, yeah it's done. He'll be, he'll be, he's disappeared now. Yeah, it's yeah. gone. So John Gruden is done. I will have a thought later on, on uh, Raiders futures just for the rest of the season because I look at their Ooh. schedule. No coach. It's going to get rough there. Yeah. Before we move any further with the NFL, well, Jim Sana's coming on in a few minutes. Let's hit the baseball. Last night in Boston, the first A of the first LDS series came to an end. At the belt, the kick and the pitch. Swing. There's a drive to left center field. It's going to win it. Meadows goes over and makes the catch. Santana tags. Here he comes. And the throw is very wide and late. And the Red Sox have won the division series. A sacrifice fly by Kiki Hernandez bringing home Danny Santana with a winning run. Kike Hernandez. Is he the new Mr. October up in Boston? Kike Hernandez was amazing in this series. He's on base all the time. Of course, it was him that gets the game-winning sack fly. And out go the race. I mean, the Rays we talked about a week ago is a great bet to win the World Series. The Rays are out. The Rays are out. Joe, quick thought. The Red Sox. I didn't see this coming. The Red Sox to the ALCS. Nobody did. Boston before the series, they were plus 175. Game one, we're expecting a short series. And then they wiped them out. And then some of the some of the main contributors here, Kike Hernandez, what do you know? He's the guy that drives in the winning run. I mean, last night, every time I looked up, I saw the Red Sox smashing against the monster. Like, I'm surprised that it was close at the end. Good on the race for making some sort of a comeback. But, man, it's it's weird. You know, Joe G, this time of year, you get these weird stories, crazy things happening. Garrett Whitlock, they discover him on Instagram. Like, he's their secret weapon at the end of the season, and then he locks it down at the end. A lot of weird things happening with Boston. I never thought we'd be, be here. Okay, over the win total, fine. But uh, ALCS? This is a shocker, and uh, maybe we'll find out today about their opponent. Yeah, we'll see. A game four today, White Sox and the Astros. In the NL, the Giants win last night. to go up 2-1. I thought the Dodgers had to win that game. The Braves up 2-1 to one on the Brewers. Both those game fours coming up today. Jim Sanos will join us. We'll talk some football coming up. Joe G, Joe O, Aaron Hawksworth, Speculal Daily. 
And just quickly, as you said that, Joe, I thought Red Sox, Giants, they're always weird in October. They never match up. I wonder if this is the year they, they hmm. both go to the World Series. They always have these weird out-of-nowhere runs. Maybe this is the year it's a Red Sox-Giants World Series. This is Beck Daily presented, as always, by FanDuel Sportsbook right here on the Beck Network.